I try to be as positive as I possibly can on the air. Generally, that's, and I'm not faking it. That's just the way I am. I tend to dwell or I guess I default to more of a positive attitude on a lot of stuff. But on occasion, I go, well, what's going on here? Like, what? I, I don't quite, can't quite get my head wrapped around what's happening here. Saw a positive story coming out from the city yesterday about the fact that we're looking at two new LRT stations about to open up. One is kind of the new Nate station. The other one is is ready to go for the Blatchford development. And uh, is this where I do the pregnant pause? Where I try to kind of keep cool a little bit? I'm thinking to myself, we struggle here as a city to get LRT lines built at the best of times. That Blatchford development might have been a great idea at the time. They were thinking that we might have 30,000 people living in that area. It's uh, not happening. It just doesn't look like it's happening. But if you go by where the tower is for the old uh, municipal airport, those are nice-looking buildings. There's just not many there. How long is it going to take before they even build out towards that new LRT station? And I'm thinking, things are just kind of out of whack here with that whole development. So decided we better track somebody down, and we thought we'd talk to City Councilor Tim Cartmel from Ward Pehesowin, who joins us on the show today. Hello, Tim. Good afternoon, Bryn. How are you? Fine, thank you. I know that you're a big fan of this development. <laughs> uh, it, it just seems kind of crazy. Am I, am I being overly negative about this? But I'm excited to see we're moving ahead with LRT stations, but nobody's out there. Yeah, you know, I... Uh, first of all, I will say, you know, I am a fan of this development from the perspective that, you know, there's an opportunity to do something here. I think what we've done, though, is that we've just overburdened it with regulation and, and red tape. And that's why we're seeing, you know, some of that delay. So, you know, with the LRT specifically, um, you know, there was funding available from the province and the feds, you know, it, it, as sort of a large bundle of funding. Uh, that included West LRT and the extension of um, the Blatchford line to build the permanent station at Nate and Blatchford and then build the station to the north. And I think when those plans were were determined and that funding was approved, that the expectation was the pace of development would support that more northerly station, and that hasn't happened. And so I think there's ways to to see more development happen there and to uh, you know even induce more development to happen there. But right now, council and administration generally are somewhat reticent to take those steps it is kind of easy for a guy like me to just come on and blast it saying i don't know what we're doing in terms of city planning and that kind of thing but in fairness it's not an easy thing to do to plan a city so i guess it's kind of it's you're rolling the dice here aren't you well, you don't necessarily know what market forces are going to do. So, you know, the the idea is that you're kind of ready for any sort of eventuality. And I'm not sure that we've done that particularly well. But over the last five years, say, you know, since, uh, and I'm just using that window because that's kind of been the, the LRT development and conversation yeah. window in, in, with respect to Blatchford, you know, even six or seven years, you know, no one anticipated a pandemic. No one anticipated uh, virtually zero growth and, and very little uh, capacity for for increased taxes or for increased uh, spending generally. Uh, nobody anticipated the after effects of COVID, which is, you know, very high inflationary pressures, which are somewhat muted now, but not solved yet. No one predicted the economic steps that would have to be taken to try to get inflation under control. Uh, 
and and we've got significant population migration which is happening to Alberta which I don't know that anybody would have predicted back in 2017 or 18 so you know you try to anticipate these things you try to accommodate any potential eventuality but you know it doesn't mean you get everything right all the time so well let's let's go down two lines here let's first look at the LRT thing is it harder to build LRT lines through let's say old Glenora than it would be to build it in an empty field that used to be an airport. It's got to be far tougher to build through those areas, although it just seems like it's taking forever to rip out trees in that area to build this line. I'm still not really sure I like the, the where it's going, but it's that's where it's going. But uh, we're looking at this Blatchford situation. It would be very easy to do that. This is the kind of stuff that I guess you got to weigh and. You know, if you're looking for positives and negatives, it's better to do it now, I guess, isn't it? Rather than wait too long. Well, do you mean the Blatchford line? I mean, at yeah. The, yeah. At the time, Grin, you know, you think, well, all right, how badly do we need this station? But we can build it now and you can flip it the other way. Right. So, so look at it from the opportunity that's available to us now. So let's, let's maybe, if we can unburden this project with some of the, the red tape, and I can, dig, right. I can provide examples. If we can unburden the project, well, you've got, you know, some 150 to 200 acres of land ready for development, somewhat virgin land. Like, the, you know, there were runways there, but there wasn't a whole lot else buried in the ground out there. So it's, it's relatively available land. Uh, there is a freeway along the north edge. There is a commercial area to immediately to the south. It's got an LRT line that will take you to Nate Grant McEwen, the University of Alberta, close to Concordia, not Concordia, pardon me, close to um, uh, by Grant McEwen. It's out of my head, I'm sorry. Uh, but you've got all those academic institutions that are sort of along the line. You've got downtown Edmonton, which is a major uh, employment node. Like, this development should be the most popular, the most available, the most desirable location to build a home in Edmonton. It's got all those things for it, going for it. Yeah. So clearly, it's clearly there's a regulatory question that needs to be solved here. But as soon as it is, then we can really do a lot with this development, and we can leverage those investments that we've already made. I guess it's kind of unfortunate that I'm taking the negativity of what where I'm seeing Blatchford going. And I'm kind of painting the positivity of at least building the line in the new stations and kind of blending the two. I don't know how fair that is, because really, when you take a look at the existing line that runs to uh, to uh, 23rd Avenue down the south end of the city, I'd love to see that go all the way out to the International Airport. And now you've got it would be far easier to build it now with nothing there. Yeah. So I, I guess I can't be too negative toward the city about thinking about it and moving ahead with it just because I'm not a big fan of the Blatchford thing. Well, once you get to the edge of the city, you know, to your point, it does get much easier to, you know, to not necessarily build the line ahead of time, but to anticipate where the line is going to go and build around it. Sure. You know? And and so, yeah, we do have that advantage towards the south. We, we don't have that advantage yet as we go to the west. I think the other thing that we're seeing, though, is, you know, the effect of the mega project. So the south line... Uh, was built in roughly 1995, and you might recall it was done in stages. We yep. built the bridge and the tunnel to the U of A. Then we extended down to Southgate. Then we extended to Century Park. Uh, the contractor that was doing the rails was not the same contractor that was designing the stations and building the stations. We broke it up into parts, and that meant that predominantly local contractors were doing all of the work. Well, that's not the case on the Valley Line, either to Millwoods or to the West End. We've done these as giant mega projects, which 
it's very difficult for the local construction contracting community to really participate in, in a leadership kind of a way, to take on that entire project. You get these conglomerates. And when you get those conglomerates with, and, and there's an investing piece and a funding piece involved in it, then you get a lot of people from away. You know, you, you, you're, you're not sitting down at the hockey game watching your kid play with the guy that's in charge of building the LRT station. Right. You know, you're not sitting down at, uh, you know, at the theater or at the other game uh, with the woman that is in charge of managing the design of, uh, you know, the next platform. So... So we take that away. We take that local connectivity away, I guess is what I'm saying to you. So I'd like to see us go back at the very least to breaking these things into small parts and doing them sequentially and doing them, you know, in a more productive way, even if we're only doing it, only doing a piece at a time. Bit by bit. Yeah. Bit by bit. Yeah. I didn't want to dwell on the LRT part of it, but let's uh, let's move on now to uh, what do we got to do to get Blatchford up and going? Is that a lost case or uh, where do you see this going? Yeah, so here's the thing about Blatchford. So uh, right now today, the way the rules uh, are written is that every development, every building on Blatchford needs to attach, is required by law effectively, to attach to the Blatchford uh, utility, which is the geothermal utility that's that's been installed there. Right. Um, now you don't you can not attach to it if you can demonstrate that you are uh, near net zero in your development or that your emissions zero in your development without attaching to it. So you, there is that possibility. But by and large, every building's got to be attached to the utility. Well, the utility is only in the south part of the property, and it's going to be developed sequentially as well. So. You know that that slows the pace of building construction. If you know, if, because you can't build ahead of the utility, the utility has to keep pace, and that's right. going to be a slow go. The second thing is, is that we have uh, a, a bureaucratic thing that talks to the architectural standards of the buildings built in Blatchford. That means that you you know you apply for a development permit and a building permit to the city, but you also have to apply for approval of your aesthetic treatments of your building to to another uh, process. Yeah. And that slows things down and adds to the cost. And then the final thing is is that right now today you are not permitted to build a single family home no matter how small, zero lot line, any of those things. They, you can't do a single family home. And right now today, the market is 60% or more desirable of single family homes. So we're not matching the market forces that would allow development to accelerate. Do you think this is going to ever improve? When we had our conversation, I'm going to say in October, uh, administration came and said that uh, they were going to look at uh, all of those regulations and seeing if they can relax or delete them uh, and see what the effect would be on the development. So our administration is finally looking at some of those potential uh, changes. Uh, we'll see what they come up with. That you know, it, it is distinctly possible that we do some or all of those things, and we do see the pace of development, development go. I will also say, though, that we also we've had some reasonably good news lately, where we've seen some of the larger, uh, more well-known developers take an interest in Blatchford. Uh, there's uh, one of the Qualico-owned, I think it's Qualico-owned sub companies, is going to do a development in Blatchford fairly soon, is my understanding, as okay. an example. So. We are beginning to see a little bit of pickup on this opportunity uh, by some of the, the better-known developers. So it's not it's not necessarily completely lost cause. Okay. Uh, 
uh, I will say that there's there's potential for and there's there is some reason for optimism and potential for improvement and development there. Pivot with the market, I figure. Hey, listen, yeah. uh, thanks for joining me this afternoon. It's like we were having a coffee. I'm hyperventilating a little less now over this, but it's just it's amazing how one little thing spills over into another, right? Everything's connected, Bryn, right? It's all interrelated, you know, it. so it's, uh, it's just okay. the way we roll. Yep. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate your time. Anytime. Have a great day, Bryn. All right, you. you too. There you go. City Councilor Tim Cardmel joining us from the uh, Pahesawin Ward.